Hi everyone, I'm David Blindauer and welcome to Conversation with a Manager, Stories from the Frontline. This podcast is dedicated to the proposition that managers, particularly frontline managers, are key to an organization's success. This podcast is also in search of the best advice and counsel from experienced managers for anyone who's new to the role of manager. Today's guest is Michelle Kaiser. Michelle leads John Deere's startup collaborator where she gets to scout for cutting-edge technologies and talent that can unlock value farmers and growers. Michelle has been with John Deere for 11 years and has held a handful of management positions in operations, supply quality, and engine engineering. Here with some initial thoughts on his conversation with Michelle is today's host, Steve King. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Loved my conversation with Michelle. In our hour plus time, we covered quite a bit of ground. I heard stories about her first job as a manager, the importance of believing in others and being believed in, and the value of peer-to-peer networking for a young manager. The segment of the conversation we've selected for today's podcast is somewhat unique, which is why we're highlighting it. It has to do with the role a manager can play in finding mentors for their own team members. Most managers will readily take on the role of a coach with their team members, and some will even serve as mentors themselves to their team members. But I have not met many managers who seriously take on the responsibility of seeking and finding mentors for their team members. It is not often the job description, which is why I thought you'd enjoy hearing Michelle's point of view. I know that you're sort of very keen on the notion that it's the job or it can be the job of a manager to get folks that work with them and for them connected to good mentors. Um, so I wonder if you just talk a little bit about your, first of all, your philosophy. Why do you feel it's important for managers to connect your staff members to mentors? Yeah, I think mentors are there to, you know, a mentor should not be uh, a means to an end. It should not be a transactional relationship. Like it needs to be someone who knows you well enough that they can see the things you need to work on and not only help you figure out how to work on them, but help communicate that to you in a way that you're able to to hear it, internalize it and do something about it. Um, and so sometimes that's hard with your direct chain of command. So that's another reason I think a mentor is important because an outside point of view is sometimes good. Um, if, if you're getting maybe emotional about something, a mentor can see it from an outside uh, neutral point of view, which is really good. Um, and then I think mentors have typically been around the block a few times. And so they can they can lean on all of that experience um, to, to help guide you through whatever you're going through. And then finally, mentors can can sort of be that person that we talked about earlier, that if you're not sure what's even out there or where you're going next in your career, they can help guide you through some of those things as well. Uh, so I think it's important not only for people to have mentors, but have multiple mentors. Uh, and and to, to do that, you sort of have to know where you're going. And so I think as managers, we should help employees figure out what are your objectives and then let's pair you with mentors who can help um, help you with those objectives. And I had a really great manager, Mark, uh, in one of my roles that he was really good at that. And he said, you know, one of the things that we need to do is make sure you are connected with someone over here on this side of the business and then over here on this side of the business. And he was very clear about making sure that um, to achieve my objectives, we had those key people aligned. And so when he was sitting at the table advocating for me, he knew that my mentors would be joining him as well. And so I think about that every time I think about how to connect my employees uh, or employees around me or people that I mentor 
um, I think about that very strategically of how to get them connected. So when you think about those that mentor others, are they mentoring largely towards the improvement of the performance in the current role? Or is it really focused on something they may do in the future or both? Yeah, it's both of those things. And and I don't think people should be myopically focused with their mentors. I think it can be many different things. It, it could be, for example, if I work in the engine side of the business and I really want to learn about corn and soybeans, I might have a mentor that tells me all about the corn and soybean part of the business. Or if I want to learn about the technology stack, I might have a mentor that helps me learn about the technology stack. And then in addition, I might have a business mentor who kind of talks to me about business models and financial models and those types of things. So I think it can be multiple different areas and it should be really, in my opinion, about personal growth and development. And so sometimes that's working on performance. Other times that's learning about how to understand the broader aspects of the business. So do you have a strategy uh, for actually matching up somebody with a with a mentor so for example david worked for you and you thought it was time for him to get a couple of mentors do you have a strategy for connecting him to what you think is the right mentor i do yeah and so it starts with you know what are david's objectives in that case and once i understand that that helps me zero in on an area of the business where i think okay i want to get a mentor from that section of the business then i think about uh what is the personality type do I need someone that's going to give David some tough love? <laughs> Do I need someone that's going to warmly embrace David? Do I need someone that's going to help David think innovatively? Do I need someone that's going to help David make decisions really decisively? Um, so I think about what those personality types are. So once I have the objectives and and the personality kind of match, um, then I just go go ask and do the connection that way. But that's usually my strategy. Is that matching you talked about? Is that something you do, do in coordination with David? Do you guys talk about that? Go, okay, I I think you need some focus on innovation. David goes, I don't. And then you have this conversation about whether you do or don't or whatever. Is that is also that part of it? Yeah, and I think it has to be. And I also let the employee know that, hey, this might not work out and that's fine. Don't feel bad. Like, we'll try again. This is like speed dating, right? If we don't get it on the first round, we'll get it the second round. Uh, because I think people also feel a little guilty sometimes, like, oh my gosh, Michelle helps me get this person and I don't want to let her down. Like, whatever, it's not going to let me down. Let's just keep trying. Because um, it's hard to find a good mentor and I don't think it always happens. In fact, I know it doesn't always happen on the first time. Do you put time horizons on the mentor relationship? Do you suggest, I want you to do this with that person. I want to match you guys up and I want you to go for it for six months and then you can just amiably move differently in different different directions after that? Or do you let that also organically happen? What I usually coach the person to do is, you know, to to first of all, drive like the mentee should drive. Uh, but at the first meeting, I think they should discuss with the mentor. And usually with the employee, I'll go through this and I'll say, hey, with your mentor now, discuss what your objectives are. Discuss what you're looking to get out of this. Agree on a cadence of meetings um, and then, yeah, try it for six months. And that way, if it doesn't work out well, you only had to do this for six months and you're out and it's not awkward. Um, but yeah, usually six months is what I will suggest. And then if it's working out great, ask them to keep going. Um, but really it's key that the uh, mentee drives that. Is there a difference in your mind between mentor and coach? Mm, that's a great question. I, I know that that's been bandied around in academic circles in, in different ways, but 
I would say from my personal experience, um, internal to the organization, probably not. So I would I would use those terms synonymously. Um, but in addition to mentors, I have also had an external executive coach. And that that was a different experience because she was able to, you know, use a lot of different tools and strategies and, and things like that that she had gathered over her years that I wouldn't necessarily use with a mentor. Like a mentor is probably not going to lead a 360 evaluation and read back the results for you and those types of things. A coach would do that, whereas with a mentor, you could talk about the things you want to work on. So that was a long-winded to say, long-winded way to say, yes, I think they're different, um, but maybe not if you're just focused internal to an organization. Yeah. So um, have you ever been the mentee matched by somebody and you are now the mentee? Have you been on that side of the equation? Yeah. So this really awesome manager that I had who kind of with very clear objectives said, okay, I'm going to get you a mentor here and I'm going to get you a mentor over here. Um, you know, one of those, it it wasn't a great match. It didn't go on. Um, but the other one ended up being gold. I mean, it was just the best match, best relationship. And I still keep in touch with that mentor, even though that was five years ago that that we were connected. And my mentor has since left the company um, and I still keep in touch with him over email because he's just so lovely and always has something awesome to say. Um, so yes, I am often the mentee and I still am always looking for great ideas on how to do things better. A lot of those relationships I think now are more informal, but I definitely have people that I can call um, who can help guide me in, in many different ways. I do have a formal mentor that I meet with um, and I meet with her every couple of months or so, and, and that's working out really, really great too. So yeah, I'm often the mentee. That's great. This podcast is supported by NRECA, the National Trade Association representing America's electric cooperatives. NRECA's broad range of products and services include a robust portfolio of leadership programs that provide learners with the knowledge, skills, and resources they need to lead at all levels of their co-op and succeed in today's rapidly changing electric utility industry. Visit cooperative.com learning to explore the value of learning with NRECA. And we're back here with Steve. Steve, there's plenty of good stuff in this segment with Michelle. What were some highlights that stood out to you? Four topics really stood out to me that I'd like to comment on. The distinction between coaching and mentoring, the non-transactional nature of mentoring, multiple mentors, and the notion that searching for mentors is a responsibility that managers should take on. All right, that's a good group of topics. Let's start with the distinction between coaching and mentoring. Well, I noticed, David, that she begged off trying to create the distinction between coaching and mentoring as sort of an academic exercise. And I don't blame her because it is hard to create a great distinction between these two. But I'll share my personal experience with the people that I call or I have called my mentors. My mentors repeatedly offer me unique insights and unique perspectives that shape my performance in my career. And let me emphasize repeated and unique perspectives. People that did that, I called them my mentors. If Michelle meant by mentors anyone that can provide repeated and unique perspectives that improve performance and influence career choices, then I could not agree more. So what about the non-transactional nature of mentoring? 
So actually the activity of finding a mentor is probably a transactional activity. But if a mentor can repeatedly provide those unique insights, that is going to be transformational for a lot of people. Can't tell you how many stories I've heard about life-changing, career-changing moments with mentors. I've had a few myself. So no, the great mentoring moments are not going to be transactional. Those are going to be transformational. Will every single moment with a mentor be transformational? No, but a lot of them will. What about having multiple mentors for a single team member? How would you recommend navigating that? For someone open to a variety of career paths, providing a team member like that with multiple mentors sort of makes sense. For someone locked and loaded on a singular career path, maybe one at a time will do. Also, let's acknowledge that an organization the size of John Deere provides more internal mentoring talent than a small business would. Of course, many mentors come from outside the organization and that expands the mentoring pool as well. I guess that brings up the final topic that you wanted to comment on. Is finding mentors a managerial responsibility? Has it been? No, I don't think so. Heck, there are still many managers out there that don't even think they should be career coaches. But I think Michelle lays out a serious challenge to all of us that manage people. If we are committed to improving the performance and the careers of our team members, mentors and mentorship should have a place in our managerial toolbox. And it should be pulled out and used when other tools can't quite get the job done. For those of us that can, we should take up Michelle's challenge. And with that, we conclude this episode of Conversation with a Manager. If you enjoyed this podcast and feel like others could learn from it as well, feel free to share with your friends and colleagues. And a big thank you to our guest, Michelle Kaiser, for sharing some of her personal experiences as a manager. Support for this podcast comes from NRECA, the National Trade Association representing America's electric cooperatives. Driven by member feedback and engagement, NRECA's mission is to be the trusted resource, champion the cause, and inspire the future of the industry.